0: You're a fan of any U.S. national team. The next week is going to feel like Christmas in May. This is the SBI Show. I am Garrett Cleverly. With me is Ivis Golarsep. How's
1: it going, man? Going pretty well, Garrett. It's uh, We're recording at uh, 3 a.m., and I think it's, uh, it's good. We're going to start getting used to these late hours because the U-20 World Cup is kicking off uh, in one, le- less than 24 hours now. Apologies to anyone who listened to the last episode. It, it wasn't Thursday night. It's actually Friday night. Uh, where the U.S. will open up against Myanmar. And and those games are going to be late-night games. So uh, for those of you who have the luxury of being able to adjust your schedules, uh, you're going to have a lot of fun. And then obviously all the rest of the U.S. fans, between the U.S. men's national team playing starting in a week, the U.S. women are playing on Saturday, the World Cup's coming soon, the U-20s kick off, and then the U-23s hopefully get off the mat at the Toulon tournament and play a little better on Friday. But there's going to be games, I feel like, every single day for U.S. fans.
0: Yeah, definitely a lot coming up. And just like that, too, it, it, breaking point where it's just like every single team seems to be playing. Um, you know, the U20 World Cup, the start times aren't that bad. You know, for, I guess in the West Coast, it's not too bad. It'll be 9 p.m. for us. That's not too I bad.
1: <laughs> I hate you. Well, that's just this game. This, I think the next game, I think it's like 3 a.m. I could be wrong. I'd have to check the schedule. But oh, uh, the U20s, they play New Zealand. It's 3 a.m. Eastern Time. Uh, and they play Ukraine once again three a, three a.m. Eastern time. So, uh, yeah, you're gonna you know for, it, it's not a problem for us or well for me anyway because I'm a night owl. Mm-hmm. You might struggle because as we know you go to bed at nine o'clock now. <laughs> it's not, Come on, you up early. Old. It's you're like ten. Old. It's like ten. Come on, you you you're like how. I feel like you're sixty years old. You've just changed, you're having dinner at four. I know. You're just you're just getting old man. See, you got a when, walker. when I
0: you know see when I was single and I was still hungry, I was grinding all the time. Now I get home and then the fiance's tired and then it makes me tired. That's, <laughs> that's what happened, man.
1: Well, when you get once you get married, you did you're What's, never what's the line from Rocky? Rocky <laughs> gr-
0: girls weak in the knees. That's exactly what happened to me.
1: <laughs> dropping Rocky. See, I know you're old. You're dropping Rocky references. Rocky came out like thirty five years ago. I'm not, if, Rocky's the First
0: <laughs> off, everyone should have seen Rocky at this point. If you haven't That's seen Rocky, fair. then there's something wrong with you.
1: Fair enough. But, uh, but yeah, no, it's going to be fun. We're, we're, we'll, we'll definitely keep the shows rolling and uh, talking about all the different games. And hopefully there will be more positives to talk about than negatives.
0: Yes, but, and before we get into a little bit more about the U.S. national teams and also MLS Week 14, I still the biggest news is still obviously regarding all the FIFA things that did come out, all the guys who got arrested uh, by the U.S. Justice Department and now the latest going on right now is we talked about this yesterday. I mean, what does Blatter do? Does he pursue the nominate Does he pr- pursue the presidency again on Friday? Does he walk away? So many variables going forward. But I have the latest going on right now is that Sepp Blatter is going to still go forward with the presidential nominations. I mean, dude, he's going to win office, man. It's going to just add so much more drama to this.
1: It's crazy. It's crazy that they're actually going to hold this election. And there's so much – there's so many subplots to this whole thing because uh, you had some, uh, you had Sepp Blatter come out on Thursday and basically say, hey, we really need to clean things up. This is embarrassing. This is a mess. We have to clean everything up except me. Like keep me. I'm good. Everything else needs to go. Everything else needs to change, but I leave me here. Let me run – things because i because I, i'm the guy uh which is just i mean the guy is del- he's just i mean i like we we were curious just how delusional he really is and now we know we know that the guy is just completely he's just out of touch he just really believes that that he he has done no wrong he can do no wrong uh and that he should be he should get in a, a fifth term and it's insane that 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 he believes that and they're actually going to hold these elections and right now he's the, he's favored to win. He's favored to beat out Prince Ali. Now, having said that, there is definitely a, a tide of of uh, unhappiness with him. There's there are definitely a contingents working together to, to to try to overthrow the guy. Basically, obviously the European group, the uh, UEFA, was talking about boycotting the election, which kind of would be would defeat the purpose of a boycott because like they they're boycotting because they're unhappy with FIFA. But then if they boycott, it's more likely said bladder wins. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. if you're not happy with the guy, <laughs> then go and vote and vote him out. Like that's what you know, come on, use your brain. Um and then obviously CONCACAF, at least the bigger CONCACAF countries, US, Canada, uh Panama, it seems Mexico is also on board. They're gonna vote against Bladder. And Sunil Galati came out on Thursday and made it clear that US soccer is voting for Prince Ali, which shouldn't be a surprise. I I know some people were treating it like it was a big shock, but uh, Galati is the one who nominated Prince Ali. He's all, he, he's, he's completely behind him. And even though Galati isn't technically the guy voting, he's not voting because he's on the FIFA executive committee. It's, his, it's, it's, going to be who he wants. And he clearly wants Prince Ali. So I'll, Prince Ali's going to get some votes. The question is now how many of the people who have always been in the, in kind of in the tank for bladder, are reconsidering their positions, and uh, the the sense we're getting now is that Asia and Africa are the confederations that bl- are keeping bladder or that will keep Blatter in office if he does win. But you just have to wonder when you're talking about a secret ballot, and you have these all these countries looking at this mess. How you have to wonder if if some of them are gonna get are gonna be convinced that you know what we need to make a change because this well, is getting just, too you just messy. You have to wonder
0: how much bribery is going on right now.
1: I don't, well, no, but on, listen, if you're set bladder with all the heat on you right now, can you really afford to even mess around like that? I mean, that's the thing. His hands are a little tied, assuming he's ever been guilty of that. Um, but that's the thing, man. I mean, the sense you get, it's crazy. I mean, there's talk, There's there's reports that... Apparently, other CONCACAF con- the smaller CONCACAF countries that have, that Blatter is relied on in the past are ready to turn on him because he didn't they, they didn't feel he backed Je- uh, Jeffrey Webb enough once Jeffrey Webb got arrested. I mean, I don't know how much truth there is to that, but it's still it's all a big soap opera, and it's all gonna it's, go it's come fa- down. It's fantastic, by the way. It's crazy. It, it deserves it deserves its own channel on TV. It does. Um, but it, it uh, we're gonna find out. We're gonna find out in in I guess half a day. Um, if he holds on to the spot, and 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 I think either way it's going to be historic because if he wins, it's there's, it, it's going to reverberate around the world, uh, just complete it, – it, it's going to be chaos. People are going to flip out if he manages to win. It's, it's going to – I mean it's something. It's going to be crazy. And if he loses, it's going to be like a holiday. It's going to be – it's going to, be, it's going to be like the moon landing. It's going to – people are going to – at least in the soccer world because obviously outside the soccer world, people don't really care, but – People within the soccer community are going to be pretty overjoyed because you really get the feeling that once he is toppled, mm-hmm. once he is pushed out, they'll find there'll be some legitimate progress. There'll be a clear cut improvement. Uh, and I know the cynics would say, "Yeah, but what do we know about Prince Ali? He might just he might be just as bad." You know what? Let's try something different. Blatter's been president for four terms. He does not need a fifth.
0: Well, I think that's going to surround FIFA for quite some time. I mean, even if Prince Ali does come in, he is clean, does a good job. I mean, there's still going to be that, that dark clouds going to be over FIFA for the next couple of years, maybe not until the next World Cup in 2018. I mean, it's still always going to exist. I mean, but I was, you have to wonder, though, if this if, if the sponsors will have any play in in this election at all. I mean, they have to be. Where, where some of these sponsors have to be cozy, maybe, with some of the guys who do have the votes based off sponsorship deals that they may have with individual countries. Where you wonder if sponsorships are kind of saying, like, "Hey, you vote for Sip or, we may pull out maybe be pulling out of you know putting in more money or or giving your country's federation more money i mean I have to say that the sponsorships I, may have some power behind this vote on friday
1: it's all tricky, man, you know why because uh, the federal government the heat is on, the microscope is on the spotlight is on i don 't think even even if 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 it's done with the best of intentions i don't think anyone's going to walk around." extorting people or threatening people to get them to vote one way or another. I think at this point it's going to just have to play out. And P- and the people who are in charge, the, the people who are representing all the countries, what is it, 209 total votes. The people with these 209 votes, it's going to be up to each and every one of them to decide uh, what the right thing to do is. And I just can't – I mean, I, for me, anyone who votes for Bladder is just clearly – you know clueless they're clearly oblivious to just what's become a messy situation um and it's crazy to think that that there could be 105 nations whose leaders go up there and vote for him and if that happens man it just shows you how just completely screwed up fifa is
0: and after being quiet on the first day uh sunil galati came out ivis and spoke to the media uh on thursday you were part of that call did he take off the gloves did he take some jabs at fifa
1: Uh, he, he, you know, here's the thing. He, he has not, he has, did not hide the fact that he is team Prince Ali. He is very much wanting to push Galati, uh, wanting to push that bladder out. And, and he, 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 he made it clear in multiple comments. I mean, he didn't throw any dirt on the guy, but I mean, he just pretty much said, look, change needs to happen. Prince Ali is the guy to make that change, and uh, and it needs to happen. So, uh, I thought I think as far as the comments that he made, I thought the, the 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 comment that one of the comments that stood out to me was uh, when talking about the possibility of of the U.S. Uh, getting one of the World Cups in the near future, and if voting against Blatter could hurt the U.S.'s chances of getting one of those World Cups. And Galati said it straight out. He said, "Listen, would we love to have the World Cup? Would the would we love the US to get a World Cup in the uh, in the near future? Of course we would, but we're you know what what is more important is cleaning up FIFA and CONCACAF and that is the priority." And and uh, and, and you got to love that because it's true. I mean, even though you asked if you ask the average fan, you know, would they accept set blatter if it meant getting a World Cup in the next, you know, 12 years? They they'd take the World Cup. And let's be honest, I think that you know people would re- wouldn't care they they would turn a blind eye and that's and that's the problem that's what's gone on in this world in the world of soccer for decades so it's good to see you know galati take that stand take that stance and make it clear that and hopefully he's not alone hopefully there's there's enough people mm-hmm. who won't be afraid anymore of repercussions won't be afraid anymore of going against bladder because that's really that's really what it's been about that's really been the foundation of his power is is the fear that he could instill because they controlled the sport, and FIFA has controlled the sport uh, for so long that I think a lot of people lost sight of the fact that the the, the, the sport itself is what has the power. It shouldn't be uh, a couple of suits that are cr- a couple of corrupt suits should have the power. So hopefully there are more people than Galati who believe who feel that way.
0: Well, I mean, you you see the relationship just between England and Setlatter. I mean, England's been one of the few countries who has challenged that bladder. And it always England's always been coming back with the same, oh, well, you know, because we're doing this, they're punishing us, they're punishing us. I mean, you definitely sometimes see it right there, too.
1: Well, the, well, it was after the World Cup bid. That's when the gloves came off. England, England after, after Russia was, granted, was given the 2018 World Cup, Eng, the gloves came off. And it's been nonstop uh, from the English Federation. From the English media, and and I always thought it was funny that uh, you, you know you can say yes, of course, them being snubbed for the World Cup led to to, to the the heightened coverage, but it doesn't mean the stuff they've uncovered is not true. Uh, and I always found it funny when Bladder would kind of you know cynically joke about the English media as if they had a vendetta against them, and it's like no, it get, you know, Sep, you gave them a reason to dig in your garbage, um, and that's and it's the same thing you did with the U.S. When the US didn't as I said the last episode, when the US didn't get the last World Cup, that raised a lot of eyebrows. That 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 sparked a lot of interest in in, in just what goes on at FIFA. So you know what? At the end of the day, Blatter has only himself to blame because you know he, he had done a great job for decades of of, of being corrupt and, and getting away with it. But you know what? He got a little greedy. Um
0: speaking of guys who got greedy, Aaron Davidson has been suspended by FIFA Ivis from all football I'm sorry from all soccer related uh activities meaning he cannot be around FIFA at all and he also cannot be around NASL I mean this doesn't come as any surprise and uh, I mean Aaron Aaron Davidson man he has a lot on the line here and um you he, got he got caught pretty bad Ivis
1: Yeah I mean he's out he's out in the wilderness now he's not uh, he can't uh, you know I know that those FIFA bans can be pretty uh, pretty hardcore I mean you can't be involved in the sport at all um, but if the allegations are true, I mean, he's you know, he's if he, if he is in fact, if he in fact has been caught red-handed, uh, and is guilty of all the things that he's been accused of, then 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 yeah, he should go, right? I mean, that's the price you pay when, when you do some of the things that that he's been accused of, and uh, it, it's definitely going to send a message throughout the sport, and it should send a message throughout the sport that you just cannot get away with corrupt practices and, and and uh and i i tell you what it's clear he's not going to be the only guy when it's all said and done uh well
0: Ivan since we're not going to be doing another show after this one you got a prediction for the next 24 hours of fifa uh
1: i i feel like it's like a movie where no one expects him, him bladder to lose but then he loses by like a vote you know it's gonna be like you know <laughs> set bladder 104 votes prince ali 105 votes prince ali wins you know like some crazy like that uh it's going to make for a perfect movie that's the ideal scenario but i think the more realistic scenario is that prince ali loses relatively close a relatively co- close race uh but then bladder winning just sparks just serious backlash around the world and and it, it leads to a, a tidal wave of opposition and a tidal wave of of pressure to get him out and i think he may win this election but it, i don't see him holding on to that job much longer
0: i, I agree i think Seth butter if, if it does go down i think he will win re-election
1: but i think he's gonna win well he's he's more likely to win but then when you have i mean jack warner by the way we, we didn't touch on him so he was a he, he was was arrested in trinidad uh, and he made bail. He was out on bail today. Apparently, reportedly, he he had come out and, and said that he's ready to talk about Set Blatter and the dirt he has on Seth Blatter. So, <laughs> you know, he's been threatening this for years, right? Well, we'll see what he really has. And and you know what? That's all the more reason for the federal government to get this guy uh, and track him down. And and obviously, he's fighting extradition right now from the, to the U.S. Um, but maybe he's the guy. And it always just you always felt that way that that if there's going to be somebody. Who has the dirt that topples bladder, It's mm-hmm. going to be Jack Warner. So we'll see. Maybe he, maybe he will be the guy. Yeah. Hey, lots, lots, lots be playing out. It's
0: just the next twenty four hours of FIFA it's just going to be crazy, man. And you know what? I was watch the watch. There be like also like eleventh hour. They'll cancel the election, postpone it by six months. That could also happen too. So, well, I told
1: you my scenario. They're going to do the voting. They're going to have the the election, and and while that's all going on, he's uh, you know he's going to have a, he's going to be boarding a helicopter with a big suitcase full of cash. Uh, heading off to Qatar or Russia. And look, Russia. Hey, we, I was joking about Russia, but you know, you got Vladimir Putin coming out, and and he's all angry at the U.S., calling it all, you know, accusing them of, uh, of dirty dealing with this whole with this whole FIFA thing. It's it's hilarious, man. That, that's uh, what I was talking about
0: yesterday. It just seems very Russian rhetoric is to just you know point the finger at the U.S. And the same for the U.S. to Russia, almost we'll on anything.
1: Do you have a problem with the Russians? Yeah, exactly. I feel like that's okay. just
0: like, it's like Russia's like, oh, US did something. Let's, let's dog on them. And it's like vice versa. Now, I
1: told you what it's about, man. But it. If- Putin and, Bla- and Bladder are boys. They're boys. It, I, I tell you what. I was looking through archives of photos. I was looking for photos of Bladder. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, to be totally honest, I was looking for funny photos of Bladder to, to do memes with. But uh, I, <laughs> that's I, how you spent was, your day today, tough man. No, but it's part <laughs> of the job. It's part. I'm, it's the overall experience. It's the overall coverage. Uh, yeah. I, I cover all. I, touch all bases. I cover all bases. But uh, it was. I was. <laughs> I was amazed by how many pictures there were of uh, of Putin and Bladder. I mean, it's, seriously, it's crazy. I'm I, I, like I, I at some point I'm just going to get them all together and, and do like a, a picture book or something. But it, it, they're boys, man. They're tight. They they I'm telling you, they're tight. If and when the char- if and when Bladder is actually charged with something and Bladder has to flee, cuz obviously Switzerland look, Switzerland everyone always thought, "Oh, Switzerland, you can go there, you can be safe, you can't be touched." You know, the Swiss government, they, they you know, they it's like neutral, they don't you know, if you go there, you could you could hide. Like, no, he, he he's not going to be able to hide in Switzerland because you get the sense that something's coming there. Um, so where does he go? Qatar, Russia? It's I, I, he can't go to Qatar because they're probably going to lose the World Cup. So uh, I don't know, man. The, the the walls are closing in on Mr. Blatter.
0: There are a lot of pictures. You are right.
1: It's crazy. It's yeah. crazy. Man. It's it's. Uh, D-
0: does he run? I just that I just don't. I don't no, no, that no. Part. I don't think he's going to run. I don't I, I don't that. think he will either. I just that I part I really I think he will. You know, I mean, he'll, he'll face. I mean, he'll fa- if, if he does get. Let, it, look, if he does get arrested, I think he will. You know, he'll go to court and he will try to deny everything and drag that on as long as possible.
1: Right. So and you know what? Hopefully, I mean, honestly, I don't really care if he faces charges. I just get him out. Yeah. That's really just get him out of FIFA. And listen, Sep, we get it. You probably have a mountain of cash stashed somewhere, buried somewhere. Keep it, man. Just go away. Just go. Just leave because the game will be better off without you. Okay, let, let's say
0: you hypothetically had to leave the U.S., Ivis, and any country in the world was open. Where would
1: you go? Why would I say that? Because maybe I'll need to do that at some point. And then you know, everyone <laughs> okay, going to give it away. away. <laughs> yeah, man. I got, my, no, I got my places where I, I – I, no, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, it kind of defeats the purpose if I say where it would be. I mean, come that's on. True. That's true. I
0: guess you're right. See. You know, you know what? Someone could come ask you at a bar.
1: <laughs> you'll be like, right. you yeah. like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, Exactly. Yeah. No, yeah, I know. But that's the, that's the thing, you know. And it's funny it, that that's what, when whenever you get fugitives, it, fugitives always get caught because they go where people expect them to go. They go to like their girlfriend's house or their, you know, their. Or mother's, they go to the family
0: know? member's house. That I don't get. Yeah,
1: it's if- like, dude, I'm I'm going the opposite of like like honestly. If I was fleeing, like I'm not going to Peru. I'm not staying in Jersey. I'm not. And I'm not going anywhere. And like, I wouldn't go to Brazil. Like, people, you know, people know I have family in Brazil, and I love Brazil. Like, no, like, I'm not going to Brazil. Like, I, you know, <laughs> I would have to. I would have to pick something that would no one would expect me. No, you'd have to do like a, a Walter White and Breaking Bad, like
0: totally off the radar.
1: Yeah. Well, no, I, I mean that, that looked pretty cold. I don't know if I could handle the cold. <laughs> like, no, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah. No, I don't know. Yeah. Walter White. There you go. Nice reference. Yeah. But uh, thank you. I don't know. I don't know where Blatter's gonna go. Hopefully, he'll go to jail, man. Get him a cell uh, next to you know some other criminals. Yeah.
0: Well, look. Step one, as you said, get him out of office. I said lots going down. Make sure, make sure, make sure you check SBI Soccer for all the latest news on all the FIFA ongoings. Moving on from this, Ivis, we do have Major League Soccer Week 14. What? There's soccer to be played? I know. So- crazy, right?
1: There's games? What's that? I know. Okay. I know.
0: Strange. Very strange. Week 14 is this weekend. And uh, and looking at one of the big matchups, uh, Seattle at home taking on the New York Red Bulls. Seattle over the last seven matches has looked really good. New York coming off that loss to the Philadelphia Union. Great opportunity for New York. However, they have to fly across the country, take on Seattle. This is going to be a really good matchup on Sunday.
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, it should be. I mean, even though the the Red Bulls uh, have been struggling a bit, I think this is a good matchup stylistically. Uh, just because you know the Red Bulls like to press and counter, uh, Seattle loves to attack. Uh, you want to see how Seattle handles the pressure uh, that the the pressing that the Red Bulls are going to try to do. Uh, it's going to be a much tougher test than, say, Colorado, for example. I mean, Colorado, um, even though it was only a 1-0 at midweek, it, 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 you know, they, they don't put the pressure on you like the Red Bulls do. Uh, and there's also, look, the Seattle should be the favorite. They should win. They're at home, but they also played a midweek game. You wonder how that's going to affect them. Uh, it will fatigue set in. Um, but then again, the cross country travel doesn't help the Red Bulls. Uh, you gotta go, you gotta go Seattle. Clint Dempsey's obviously doing his thing. He's playing really well. You got Obafemi Martins back. I think, th- I think they'll win. I don't think it'll be a block, but I think, I think they'll win.
0: Well, look, I, I think New York has a legit opportunity. I mean, look, you have, an, you have a legit opportunity in any match. But for New York, Seattle coming off that mid midweek match on Wednesday, and, and yes, they do have three days to prepare for this match. But I mean, for still, New York, maybe they can catch Seattle on their back. If they can come out strong, be aggressive. Don't let Clint Dempsey and Obafemi Martins, don't let that partnership develop early on. If New York can do that, I think New York can walk away with all three points in this
1: one. All three? Nah, I don't see that. I'm sorry. I just don't think they're. that
0: was my perfect storm for New York.
1: Yeah, you know, I just don't think their attack has, has looked that good, and I think they're going to get shut. I think Seattle's defense will contain them and keep them limit their limit their chances. And I think even though there might be a little fatigue from the midweek game, I think I think Seattle has enough quality to to get a goal. I think it could be it'll be one zero two zero Seattle.
0: Uh, the other game on Sunday, New England Revolution playing host to the L A Galaxy. Uh Robbie Keane, Ivis is slowly coming back, which will be huge for the Galaxy. They've now won back-to-back games for New England. You have no Lee win and no Chris Tierney, who are both sent off uh, last week against DC United. Man, that's tough for New England to overcome. They're struggling right now. I mean, LA man, can they? they, they it looks like they could walk away obviously with a victory here.
1: Uh yeah. I mean, those. It's gonna hurt, obviously. Having Lee win, but they have depth, man. New England has depth, and um. And, and, again, you, you just talked about it the last matchup. Having to travel cross-country, it, it makes things tougher. LA, is, L.A. has to obviously travel all the way over to, to, to Boston or to Foxborough. Um, New England has depth. If you think about it, look at the attacking weapons they have at their disposal. You've got you, you got uh, Kellen Rowe, Fagundes, Agadello, Davies, Lee Wynn, Teal Bunbury. You can't even get all those guys on the field um all at the same time so now that you you're missing now that you're missing when uh you plug in row and uh, tierney obviously he's tougher to tougher to replace especially given the injuries they've had in the back but i still think they have enough i don't think la has necessarily looked amazing uh i think they're starting to heat up as i said last episode i think they're starting to heat up but this is a this is a tough matchup i think new england i like new england i think new england bounces back from their their their, their uh their recent uh mm-hmm. drop points uh was it two straight games now that they've dropped points and I think they bounced back and they won at home.
0: Oh well, New England over the last five has uh, three draws and one loss. I'm sorry, last four matches. I apparently I, can't, <laughs> apparently I can't do math.
1: We all know you're a math major, let's be honest. Yeah, but
0: but, the, but over the last four matches, I was they they you know three points in four matches.
1: Eh. I like New England, man. I think they're going to be high. Look, this is the team that beat them in the MLS Cup. This is the only time they're going to see them this year. They're gonna want a little revenge. they I think, and look, Jermaine Jones. I know he he hasn't had his best matches lately, but I think he'll get up for a match like this. I think this is the kind of game that he'll step it up.
0: <laughs> Jermaine Jones, his problem always picking and choosing matches.
1: I'm I, I, I'm a, a jumpers league player. Yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, I don't know. La man, they're heating up. Keen's getting back to full strength. I think it's you know, gonna go. I'm going with that. I'm going with La this weekend. If, that, if that's right, not they,
1: obvious, they, they, take it. You got La. I got No man.
0: Uh, Orlando City playing host to the uh, Columbus Crew. Uh, Kai Kamar coming in. To think about this. The MLS leading goal scorer. Who could have predicted that, that Kai Kamar is the MLS leading goal scorer? Uh, earlier this year, the teams met crew all over Orlando City 3-0, but Orlando is at home. Uh, Ivis, what do you think of this match? Can Orlando pick up a victory here?
1: Well, it's not, let's not forget now. There was that the Rafa Ramos red card in that game. That kind of changed things up. As far as Kai Kamara, I don't know why. I don't. I don't think people should be too shocked because look, Kamara was a good forward when he was here when he was in MLS before, and he joined the Columbus Crew team that we spent all last year saying, if this team got a legitimate forward, they would be they would crush it, right? We, we you know they had we thought they had pretty pretty mediocre forwards last year. They go get Kamara, they plug him in, and he's and he's and he's taking full advantage. Of all the service that's come his way. Now, obviously, look, the crew. Uh, Ethan Finley has a broken toe, and apparently he's going to play with the broken toe. I, I mean, I can't imagine that's not going to set him back, or that's not gonna that's not going to be an issue for him. I think it will be. So, Orlando, they're at home. Brexey suspended. Yeah, Brexey's out. Arian Collins also out too.
0: Oh, I mean, sorry, he's injured. He may not play this weekend.
1: Right. So, I mean, they're going to be short-handed a bit, and maybe we'll see uh, a, Moby, a Moby akugo back on the field. He's been he's been benched a couple of weeks now and which you know look i mean i thought he had one one bad half and then I, and then and he just benched him obviously there's the, you know they have some nice options in the midfield darwin seren and higita so you know you're going to you're going to rotate a bit but i think orlando at home i think they're going to i think they'll win i think they'll win i think look i like the crew but if finley is not 100% uh i think that's going to hurt them a bit in their attack and i, I just like i think orlando finally they finally they've gotten they've they they finally won a game at home recently and now I they think they're going to keep it going. Sporting Kansas City plays host to FC
0: Dallas. Kansas City a few guys banged up, did not practice this week. That shouldn't affect them too much if all these guys do play. If some do miss, I think Kansas City will be fine. Uh, I mean, this is a big matchup, by this for two teams, especially FC Dallas, who's you know continuing, uh, you know, who wants to continue to keep pace with the Seattle Sounders.
1: Right. I mean, look, Kansas City's coming off a really good week. Uh, they've started to climb up the standings there and, and, and Dallas, uh, even though it's only two results, we see. I don't know how many years I feel like it's been now that, you know, the, Dallas gets off to their hot start. And then the, and then as things heat up in the summer, they slow down, they start to come back down to earth. And, uh, but I still think It's going to be a good game. I, I like that, that. The Dallas team, they, they have a nice dynamic attack and, and Kansas city's defense has been pretty stingy. Uh, Casey unbeaten in five matches and, uh, I like KC in this one, man. I think I think Peter Vermees' side is is starting to roll. Uh, and and the, to get the results they've gotten with some of the absences that that, that are currently taking place, uh, we should talk about uh, Sporting KC parting ways with goalkeeper Luis Marine. I, I, I was a little surprised by that. Uh, I thought he was a good addition for them, and I thought he, he started out well. I don't know. I, don't, I, I haven't. I had a chance to talk to uh, Peter Vermees and get the details on exactly just what went down. Why did they have have to part ways? But I thought that was an interesting one. You're going to have Tim Tim Melia now in goal. Um, So we'll see, man. I still like KC, though, man. I'm going to take KC over Dallas. Uh,
0: Toronto FC is playing host to San Jose Earthquakes. Josie Altador is still not going to be playing in this match. Toronto FC really going to need Sebastian Jovinko to continue to step up for them. And uh, look for Toronto, man. They're home. These these are these are games where they need to pick up points.
1: Toronto, they're, they they ha- they're at home. They have to win these games, and they're going up against the San Jose team. That's you really want to. You, you have to say they're one of the surprises of the, of the 2015 season. Um, even though look, Dom Kinnear, you can never count them out. Um, they they're they're making a, a, every match tough, and uh, I think they're going to make it tough for to TFC. But I think TFC wins. I think Giovinco keeps it rolling. Uh, he obviously had a great game last week. SBI Player of the Week last week. Uh, and I think he does it again. I think even though Altidore is not there, I think I think Javinko plays well. And I think Michael Bradley plays well. I think he's due for one of his kind of you know virtuoso performances. And, and I think San Jose as a matchup is a good one for him.
0: I mean, you know, you got an intriguing matchup in the West between Vancouver Whitecaps and we also Vancouver is at home. Uh, Ivis, these are two teams where it, it just seems like they're going to be pretty much together neck and neck, probably at the end of the season where they will finish. Vancouver coming in this game, back to back losses. We also like up and down. I mean, this is a game, Ivis, where you know a few months from now, I mean, points in this match will matter for one of these teams who's going to be looking to qualify for that fifth, sixth, maybe fourth spot in the tight Western Conference.
1: I like Vancouver, man. I think they're ahead of Real Sol Lake. I don't really think it's that close between. I don't. I don't know if they're going to necessarily be right neck and neck in the in the standings. I like Vancouver. I think they're better. R RSL. I know they've lost two two in a row. I know they only have one win in five, but I just I just I just think they have more quality uh, than RSL. And look, RSL. Hamison Olave. I believe he got a red card last game. They're not going to have him. That's a big loss for them. Uh, especially. I mean, Atavi Rivera is a handful. I mean, there's no other way to say it. Uh, he's all over the place. Uh, I think with with him out, with with Olave out, I think Rivero is going to find some space and score at least one goal. And I think Vancouver wins.
0: NYCFC hasn't won a game in now ten <laughs> matches against
1: Houston this week. And Ivis, can they break it? Uh, it's hard to pick them, man. I mean, it's I mean I just haven't seen much. Just tell me that they're going to turn around and look. Houston, I mean, I feel like people are sleeping on them, sleeping on them a bit. I know they've lost three of their last five, but um, they've had they've shown things. They've shown some flashes. Uh, I think Houston's a better team, so I think Houston's a better team. And, and look, hey, playing on that narrow field um, with Brad Davis uh, providing the set pieces. I think that's going to be a nightmare. I think it's going to be a nightmare for NYCFC to deal with. Um, if they they give up the set pieces, uh, he's going to put the service in, and I think the Dynamo are going to find chances. And that NYCFC defense is struggling. It's gonna. It's they're gonna struggle again. Oh, and we and we have to. Did we, I don't know if we, did we talk about it in the last episode? Um, Aguchi Onyewu. No, we did uh, not. Yes. Yeah, Aguchi Onyewu is training with NYCFC, and I mean I think that'd be a great signing for them. And I know a lot of people are down on. On Yewu, and, and they're like, "Oh, you know, he's he's not he's no good." It's like, look, you haven't even seen the guy play for I don't know how many years. Um, I don't think we should write him off. I don't think I don't think we should write him. Off. Assuming he signs, I personally I think he'll do well. I mean, I think he, I think he'll for me he'll be an upgrade. Um, if he can pass the physical, I think he'll be an upgrade <laughs> at center back for them. But uh, in this particular game, I think ja, I think a guy like Jaws Jaws Barnes and I think Brad Davis, I think they're going to have a field day in this one. And D.C. United is playing host to the Philadelphia Union. D.C. first place
0: in the Eastern Conference. All of a sudden, this match against Philadelphia, um, probably what would appear to be an easy win a couple weeks ago, is a little bit different. Philadelphia now coming off back-to-back wins. D.C. is going to be without Luis Silva, no Nick DeLeon. I, I mean, all of a sudden, just like that, Philadelphia winning games. Here's an opportunity for them to go three games in a row.
1: I mean, can you believe it? uh hey man i've 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 been on i don't want to say the bandwagon but i i've i've been high on higher on philly than most since the beginning since before the season and uh i think jim Curtin's done a good job to turn things around for them now i hate to break it to union fans but i don't think they're gonna win this weekend i think dc's gonna beat them um number one because dc's i mean they're they're tough man they're tough at home i know they're gonna be missing some guys but bill hamid is on form um yeah, Chris Rolfe has been a handful this year. Perry Kitchens a beast in the middle, and and more importantly, I will not be there. And since the union have not won a match without me in the building, uh, I'm afraid I don't I can't see them winning. And I, I apologies to you know Jim Curtin, uh, Andrew Wenger, all the guys. They 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 know the deal. They know when I'm in the building, they win. But I, I, I unfortunately. I can't make it down to RFK this weekend. My apologies.
0: Montreal taking on Chicago Fire. Montreal back-to-back wins heading into this match. Chicago after that little three-match winning streak, which kind of looked like, hey, Chicago looks like they have it together. They've come back down to reality. Uh, looks like Montreal should should roll away with all three points here.
1: Oh, oh now we're on the Montreal Mad Wagon. I Apparently like I am. I like it. It's turning around now. Everybody wants to join. Nah, um, yeah, no, hey, look, it's uh, – this is an interesting one for a variety of reasons. Chicago- Montreal, uh, Montreal is loaded with former Fire folks. You have Frank Klopas, who was was forced out of Chicago. You know he wants to win. Uh, Dilly Duca didn't have the greatest of times there. Uh, at, at, you know he left. Uh, he, I'm sure he's going to want to have a game. And then Baki Samari, another former Fire player who didn't ha- didn't didn't exit on the best of terms uh just last year he was just there you know he was just there and and frank Gallup cut him loose uh so you've got quite a few guys with a vested interest in getting a little revenge and the way they're playing right now i think they're gonna get it i agree with you i think they're gonna you know even though it's on the road uh, i think enough of the montreal guys are are gonna have a chip on their shoulder and want to beat that team and i think they're gonna beat them
0: and in the final game of the weekend colorado portland two bottom teams in the western conference also, both teams coming off uh, playing Wednesday games, and usually that amounts to what will probably be a very sloppy game on, on Saturday. All
1: right. It's going to be tricky. It's going to be tricky because it's hard to predict because you don't know what happens on Wednesday because it could be red cards, it could be injuries, uh, and we're not going to be there. So, I mean, we're not going to know what happens on Wednesday when we're picking the Sunday games. But I'm going to go Portland. Uh, I, I think they're going to they're, they're start to step it up. Will Johnson's back. That's big. If Valeri is back, if, if, he, if he shakes off the minor injury that he had, I, I'm going to go with them. man. Colorado. Just you know, seeing them on Wednesday, they didn't really impress me. They really didn't impress me. And uh, yeah, I'm going to go Portland.
0: And next Friday, the U.S. Men's National Team returns back to action, taking on the Netherlands in Amsterdam. Like I said, that game is on Friday. The roster is not out yet. Ivis Jurgen Klinsmann will probably put out the roster sometime. This weekend, this is a great opportunity for Jurgen and for the national team. They have the Netherlands first, they have Germany second. Great test. Question is, Ivis, what is Jurgen Klinsmann going to do? Is he going to call in some younger guys like he's been doing, give them some playing time? Is he going to call in some veteran players? Lots of options for him. I mean, he can go any way, and I'm sure we'll see some surprises when he also announces the roster.
1: Well, I, uh, you know, I, 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 I wrote a piece for for Goal.com projecting the roster. And talking about the uh, the choices that Klinsman has, because he can go one of two ways. He can he can start to go a bit young uh, with this particular set of friendlies, and give some younger players a really really tough test. And if you do that, you kind of do that with an eye toward twenty eighteen. Now you can go that way, or you can give your your strongest group even even age age regardless of age, give your strongest group a chance, give your veterans a chance to show that they're still the best options and and that's going to be the curious thing which way does he go and for me i think he'll stick with the older guys for a bit i think guys like jermaine jones and kyle Beckerman are, are going to get the nod even though i know some people look at it and say how realistic is it that either of those guys is going to be at the next world cup it's three years away they're they're going to be in their mid mid almost late 30s like realistically are they do they have a chance uh no i don't i don't know if i see that but i think i still think klinsman the gold cup matters to klinsman they need to lock that up because if they win it, then they, they don't have to do a playoff for the Confederations Cup. Let's not forget that, folks. In case you fully you weren't aware, if the if coast if anyone but the U.S. wins the the, the Gold Cup, then they will play the U.S. in a playoff game where the winner plays in the Confederations Cup. And if you're the U.S., you don't want to have to play that game because um, the U.S. is already in the playoff game because they won in 2013. If you're the U.S., you want to take care of business, win the Gold Cup. And not have to worry about a playoff. You're already in the Confederations Cup, um, so for that Matt, for that reason, I think he'll stick with the older guys. I don't think we're going to see a young, a young, young group. Could we see one or two guys? Uh, maybe. Could we see a guy like a William Yarbrough uh, come in and get a look, uh, who's kind of a newer face? Sure. But I think I think the older guys are going to get another look.
0: I mean what about some I mean some younger I mean what what are some guys that we could see? Can we see Jordan Morris,
1: Ventura he's a, Alvarado? He's at the Toulon. Uh, okay, Jordan Morris at, is, that's at right, Toulon, that's right. is at the Toulon is the tournament. Uh Ventura Alvarado, that I mean he's he's a possibility, but then you have a ton of center back options. Um think about it. You I mean you got Omar Gonzalez, uh John Brooks, you got Jeff Cameron who you can play at center back, Jiméne you got Jameen Jones. Jones who you want to play who you can he still wants to play at center Tim, back, Tim, Tim, Ream, Ream, Tim Ream, should be called Michael Orozco I mean, it's like so many guys. So it's like, do, do you really do? Do you want to push in Alvarado for this one? Um, I don't think he will, but it wouldn't completely shock me if he did either. So there's some tough questions, but yeah, Alvarado is a young guy. Um, Jordan Morris is in, is at the Toulon tournament, so no, he's not. He's not going to be a guy. I really don't think you're going to see fresh the, the the younger younger guys. I mean, obviously DeAndre Yedlin and, and John Brooks, I think are both going to be part of this setup. But other than that, though, I think we're going to see. A veteran group. Now, what I will say is, I think we're going to see some guys miss. Some guys are obviously going to get left behind, uh, and form is going to play a role. I mean, uh, two guys that come to mind: Matt Beazler and Max Discarude. Two guys who, you know, you normally would say, "Hey, these guys are pro- you projecting to start." Uh, that was the case for much of last year, uh, second, especially second half of last year. But uh, you know, Beazler hasn't been on great form. Uh, Discarude really hasn't done much. For, I mean, NYCFC. He's kind of been a little, little lackluster. He hasn't really stood out. And I mean, I'll tell you what. I feel like there's a lot of other midfielders, American midfielders, who've done a lot better in MLS, like Benny Failhaber, Sasha There There's other guys who who have a better case right now for a call up uh, from Klinsmann. So it wouldn't shock. I, I don't think anyone should be shocked if Disgrude and, and uh, Beesler get left left on. You know the one the
0: the one position that I will be paying attention to is going to be the forward one. Because that's, I think we're going to see a ton of new faces. Because when, when you look at it. Ooh, though. Who's there? It's, it's not like. Well, you know, look, look. The last one was called up to Mexico. Jordan Morris won't be called in. Julian Green won't be called in. Okay. If Juan Agudillo, he'll probably be there. Chris Wondolowski, yeah. does he get called up? I, I, don't, I don't know. And, J- and Jazzy's artist, he, he's, he should also be called up, too. That's that third spot. Is that Chris Wondolowski's?
1: um he it's a possibility uh, the name that I'm gonna throw in there is Charlie Davies. I think Charlie Davies has played well. do I think if, I mean do I think I was gonna call him mm, eh, maybe not but I, I think it would be great if he did. I think he's earned a look I think he's played well and, and he gives he brings a little different element I mean his, I think his speed and strength combo uh would be a benefit for this particular group uh Ru- obviously Rubio Rubin is with the U20 so he's another one who if he was around would be a, a, would be I think in in consideration. Jesse artist, I think, is going to get a call. I think he's versatile, and and I think he's, you know, he I see, I see his artist getting a call, even though he's not really lighting it up in MLS play. But uh, I think Klinsman likes him and has taken has taken a few looks at him. So uh, I, I want to see Agudelo. I think Aaron Johansson is going to be the starter, um, but I want to see Agudelo. I want to see Agudelo in these games. See if he can work that magic that that he seems to be able to conjure up from time to time. And um, I think a lot of people want to see that. And Ivis, we talked a little bit about this on yesterday's
0: show. We did preview a little bit of the FIFA U20 World Cup. Just so everyone knows, the U.S. U20 team kicks off the tournament against Myanmar on May 30th. That is tomorrow night. Uh, the matches will all be in New Zealand, as we discussed earlier. For us West Coasters, it's at 9 p.m. For the East Coasters, it's at midnight.
1: Good luck, Ivis, staying up. It's Friday night at midnight. You don't think, if anything, I, I'm going to be out. I'm actually going. I'm gonna be at a uh I'm gonna be at a thing in 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 New York City that I might actually uh I'm kind of I'm probably thing? have to cut short. Well, what is that? It's it's a it's a it's a, it's, it's a thing. I can't. I'm not gonna get into
0: it. Oh, come on, man. You can't do that. Uh,
1: it's a thing in the city with people. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it a party? I, it, I wouldn't call it a party. Are you going, it's to, like a, are you it's going to like a? Ga- a, it's, a shooting? it's a gathering? It's a gathering of people in the industry. That's all I'll say. But um, but yeah, no. So it. it i'll be uh. up let's just put it that way if anything i might be out late and come back and watch it and watch it on uh, watch the recording all right attention um,
0: new york people find Ivis and take pictures
1: <laughs> is that what it is <laughs> that's your challenge if you find me in manhattan on friday night yeah, take uh, pictures be paparazzi take a, take a picture. yeah be paparazzi for that take, the take a picture Ivis with manhattan. me do we'll do a selfie and you can put it on instagram and then and then i'll uh, yeah
0: we need to know who Ivis is hanging out with he's being way too secretive about this
1: it's uh it's it's it is secretive all
0: right go ahead go ahead, go ahead. I don't like
1: talking about you <laughs> know not everybody gets to go where I go no I'm just kidding oh my, <laughs> I just, this guy uh, <laughs> bowling no I'm just kidding it's so it's so not that it's so not that at all
0: oh my gosh All right, U20 World Cup though Ivis taking on Myanmar uh, I mean this should be an opening victory for the US they should take care of business handedly
1: I don't, I, look this, does anyone know enough about Myanmar to say what they can't oh, can...
0: I mean c- come on this is the country's first time they've ever qualified for any tournament like this before. They're not they going to sh- come in and be world beaters or anything.
1: They need to win 3 0. I've already said it.
0: 3 0, not 2 0. 2 0 be eh, okay.
1: At least 2 0.
0: All right. Well, that game, as we said, is uh, May 30th. Catch that game. Uh, then the U.S. next game is June 2nd and then June 5th. Uh, I was U.S. women's national team. It was announced by EA Sports. That the U.S. Women's National Team, along with a handful of other Women's National Teams from around the world, will be included in the new FIFA 16 game. I think it's awesome. I can't wait for it, and it's. Uh, I think it's finally about time that they're doing this.
1: Uh, I think it's absolutely great. Uh, it's a, it's such a nice touch, and uh, of course you're gonna get you're gonna get people making stupid comments about about it, and, and you know why do it. Look, there's there's tons of, of women and girls who love the sport and who play video games and who would love to to be represented mm-hmm. and have 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 a representation of them in the game. And I think it's it's crazy to think that you have girls, young girls who grow up and you know their brothers play FIFA and and they play FIFA and they and and you know they look at it and they say why why am I not in this game? Why like who's like me in this game? And, and it's really empowering to them to now have women in the game that they can look up to. And I mean I don't have look I don't have daughters. I, I have sons, but I know if I had daughters that would that that'd be that that mean the world to me. It mean the world to me, it mean the world to them. And you're already hearing that. You're already hearing uh, examples of that uh, of uh, of of young girls that 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 love the idea. And I think it's great. I think it's great. And and who doesn't want and I'm I'm curious to say I want to play see see that that see how they do. See what kind of moves they got.
0: You want to play as Abby Wambach and just beast everyone in the ball? Nah, nah, man.
1: Nah. <laughs> come on, man. Sydney Leroux, Alex Morgan, all day. Really? I'm, over, sure. I'm, over, I'm more of a Tobin Heath, man. Dude, she's she's nasty on the ball. Carly Lloyd in the middle, Jersey got to rep Jersey. I'll go. There you go. <laughs> it'll, it'll be Carly Lloyd, to Heather Heather O'Reilly, all day. Hashtag Team New Jersey.
0: Fine, then, then fine. My team will be hashtag Julie Johnson, Sydney Leroux. Hashtag Arizona. I don't know why I hashtag them before.
1: Yeah, there you go.
0: My team's not too bad, and your team's not too bad either. Look at that.
1: Well, Arizona's like the capital of women's soccer, so, I mean, that's, you know, <laughs> it's tough.
0: Yeah. Well, speaking of the uh, the women's national team, they'll be taking on South Korea uh, this weekend at Red Bull Arena. Ivis, you're going to be there, right? Of course, man. I'll be in the house. And this will be the final send-off game for the U.S. women's national team before the World Cup starts uh, in Canada, and, and I, was, I
1: mean the woman, th- dude, they're on a roll right
0: now. They are just steamrolling every single team that they're playing.
1: Yeah, I mean they are. I mean they're beating teams. I wouldn't say they're like firing on all cylinders. I wouldn't say they've been like you know smooth. Like I, I don't think they're. I don't think they've necessarily uh been at their peak. I really don't. I, I mean they, they've obviously gotten some results, but they're which, supposed which to is, get.
0: Which is crazy to
1: think that. Well, that's no, not crazy cuz it's like they, they 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 haven't been playing juggernauts let's be honest right i mean they have they're no, they're not playing top 5 teams they're playing teams that they should beat and and it, you know you when you see them create chances and not finish them you look at that and you say hey at the world cup you're not going to get that many chances the world cup you going to get your one chance you better finish it or you get a couple of chances especially in the knockout rounds um a, the, the, you know you're only going to get a few chances so uh not to rain on anyone's parade. You know, look, they're a good team. They're going to be one of the contenders, but <laughs> I wouldn't say they've been crushing people.
0: Oh, come on, man. Can't you just jump on the bandwagon and support the U.S. teams when they
1: go to the World I Cup? Did. No, it's not my job, yeah. dude. Gosh, support anyone. I mean, it'd be you? great if they won, but. Why are you Keeping so it so real. Listen. Why are you so negative to I'm the national Saturday, teams? If they put a whooping on South Korea, then it'll be like, yeah, there you go. That's how it's done. That's how you do it. Because <laughs> guess what? You're in the group of death. You're playing some teams that are much tougher than South Korea. So, step it
0: up. Man, can't you just be supportive? Oh
1: no, man. Not, it, no, uh, that's what fans are for. I don't know.
0: Uh, well, that game, as you said, will be May 30th, Red Bull Arena. Uh, if you're wondering, the World Cup for the women does start on June 8th when they take on Australia. That will be in Winnipeg. Keeping it on the theme of national teams that are in tournaments, the U23s on Friday morning. They're taking on the Netherlands in the Toulon tournament. Uh, Ivis, what should we be looking for and paying attention to in this match? Uh,
1: <laughs> it's, well, I want to see what what uh, Andy Herzog does with his lineup. Uh, is he going to bench some guys? Because there were there were some players who just looked really really bad. So um, again, it's not a deep squad. It's, not, it's 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 a squad that's missing some players. And I think that I think that as a team, just you know, from the people that I've talked to, I mean, they know they didn't play well. They know they need to step it up. And it's going to come against another tough opponent in the the Netherlands. And the Dutch attack looked really good against Costa Rica from what I saw. And um, they're going to have their hands full, man. This U.S. defense looked so bad against France. And and now they're going to face the Dutch. So how they start that game is going to be key. Cody Cropper needs to have himself a game because he did not have a great game in the opener. So if he steps up, plays well, if that defense can get a little more organized, then you know what? It can be a bit of a game. But if they play like they played in the opener, they're going to get destroyed.
0: And Ivis with that it wraps up uh almost all the national team coverage just the wrap up uh, what are you looking forward to the most over the next week
1: uh <laughs> it's gonna be crazy man uh looking forward to seeing some of these younger teams obviously the u twenties I'm very excited yes. to see them very talented group um these are ga- these are opponents that they should be able to play well against. It's not like the last u twenty World cup where they were clearly overmatched, and it was just not it was just always it was just not gonna work out for them now. The paths there for them, and they need to take full advantage of this. I mean, and that, and I, as I said last episode, this this team has so many talented players on it: Emerson Hyman, uh Paul Ariola, J- your boy Jordan Allen, uh, Sonora, um, Cameron Carter-Vickers. I want to see him play. Uh, so yeah, I mean, you want to see all these guys how they do, and I'm, I'm not to look past the group stage, but I want to see the knockout rounds. And see them against a higher level of competition. Cause I think they I don't I'm not gonna say they're gonna coach through the group. I, I'm not saying that. But they should qualify at, to the next round. They should win the group, even though I know New Zealand is hosting and they always have that that's always a big advantage when you're the host. But they should win this group and the knockout round is gonna really tell the tale, and we're gonna see if a true star emerges. You know, Gideon Zellem. I mean, there's no look, just for people who obviously there's a ton of hype around this kid, but he is a young player. Uh, he's actually He'll be eligible for the next U20 World Cup, just to give you an idea how young he is. Um, so he's, it's not a guarantee that he's going to be a starter on this team, it's not a guarantee that he's going to be a leader on this team. Um, but I still want to see him. You still want to see if he can get in the game, see what he brings to the table. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to see him in I, extended minutes, too, not just five, ten. I mean, you want to see But like I don't like know, though. That's the thing. I mean, there's other players, there's older players, established guys. Older um, players. And, <laughs> well, it, well he, again, <laughs> I he's 18. Just, and it's funny when you say that, though. <laughs> well, that's the thing. When you have 20 year old players who've played with this team for for years. And then you get an eighteen-year-old who's never played with the group before. Is that there's a gap? There, there's a gap there. So this is how if they take care of business in the first two games and they and they win their first two games, then maybe you give that third game for some of these other guys to showcase. Yeah,
0: no, definitely important, man. These these are important important games for all these young kids because these are the next generation of guys coming up as this older group of guys. You know, they're not gonna be around forever, especially twenty eighteen. I mean, it's 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 coming up.
1: I tell you what, I want to see Jordan Morris. See if he can keep it rolling. If he can score, He's, yeah. he has scored in three straight games now on all levels. So uh, we'll see, man. If he scores against the Dutch, man, the hype, the hype train, the hype train is gonna keep on rolling. Nice.
0: What do uh, what do you got going on this weekend?
1: Besides, besides secretive plans. Uh secret plans. It's just look. It's just a gathering of journalists. Uh, obviously, with the U.S. in town. The U.S. women in town. There's a lot of journalists in 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 the New York area uh, who are from out of town. What so journalists
0: good... are you looking forward to hanging out with the most?
1: Um, I got to see who's in town. Ta- I have to see who's who... in town. Okay, fine. Who
0: do you not want to hang out with? What journalist?
1: Come on, man. Really? <laughs> <laughs> you. There you go. <laughs> wow, <man>. Thanks, dude. <laughs> nah. No. Nah. Nah, I mean, there's a lot of guys. That, I mean, I don't know who's in town, so I got I got to say. I mean, obviously, I have my boys that that I'm I'm really tight with. But um, thanks for my invite. In, in Arizona. What do you want from me? Like, you, hey, you were hanging out in Detroit with uh, the the Open Wide for some soccer crew. Detroit? No, I was in DC. I mean DC. You were in DC, yes. hanging out with the the you know the the boys from Open Wide for some soccer. Another great show. If you've never heard it, yes, um, yes, we are a great show, but they're also a great show. Um, but yeah, no. So you know what? Uh, I don't know, man. Hop a plane. You can make it here yeah. tonight. Yeah, There's well, art. yeah.
0: No, I did my one trip. It was good hanging out with Pablo and Thomas. I haven't seen them. In a while. And also, also Charlie Beam, that guy who kicked me at the Media Cup game in Kansas City. Wait, how did you say his name? How do you say his name? I am horrible at names. Charlie's, Charlie. Charlie Boom. 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 When I <laughs> oh say Beam, boom. Yeah. You will butcher any. Name. I know. I butcher everyone's names. Uh, yeah, after oh. he kicked me in Kansas City, I wanted to punch him in the face, but I decided to I'll control myself.
1: Look at you, bully. Do you remember Go- that?
0: Remember that when you know, I was limping around all day? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he came out of nowhere and cleated me.
1: For people, who, uh, just to, just to picture Garrett, so, get, <laughs> yeah, so Garrett this he is like very walk. embarrassing. He, he was he walked like he had a peg leg, <laughs> and it was like negative ten degrees in Kansas City for that last <laughs> He was like so miserable, and then and then we were sitting outside for the final, and it was just like oh man, it was it was terrible. Although <laughs> hey, look, we had a good time in KC. You we did. hit the club. We hit the club that night. Warmed it up. It was good. We had a good time. Was I was still
0: time. in so much pain. That's when I left the club early, and then. Oh yeah. And then I, as soon as I left, everything me. everything fun. Yeah,
1: happened. you missed the fun. That was uh <sighs> That was an interesting night, uh, <laughs> for sure. I've
0: never been so embarrassed in my life. Walking around the press box with like a limp. How'd you pick that up? Oh, I heard myself in the media cup game. Oh my god. <laughs> beyond can- beyond embarrassing.
1: Well, now you got to listen. You have to. Since you missed MLS Cup this past year. You better be there this year. Why did I'm I saying. miss
0: it again? Oh crap! It was my
1: work. work. No, it was work. Was it? Or was it your girlfriend?
0: No, my girlfriend it was her thirtieth birthday. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> nice. So the, it already started the, the the ball and chain. So no, nah, but look, just be there because I'm a less Cup. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta, you know, we have to be there. I, we're, I'll try to be there. It could be in Seattle. It could be in LA. Uh, it could be in New England. Can't
0: just be somewhere warm. Can't just be in LA.
1: They they need to start winning some more. Houston,
0: Orlando. It's not going to be in Houston.
1: It's not going to be in Orlando. No offense folks, but no, it's not going to be, it's going to be either Seattle, LA, New England, maybe DC, probably not, but yeah, it's going to be one of those places. Is DC cold in December? It can be, it can be, it can be rainy and cold. Although I've had a good time. I was, I've enjoyed, enjoyed some Decembers in, in DC. Yeah. But, uh, We'll see. We're way ahead of ourselves. Way ahead of ourselves. Hopefully We're I ahead get... of ourselves too. It's already June.
0: Seriously, where's half of this year gone so far?
1: I don't know, man. You know what? You know what? You know what it is. Once you actually set a wedding date, that year it zooms by. You're gonna be walking down the aisle before you know it, man. You're gonna blink, and you're gonna be at your reception. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And think to myself, what did I do?
1: Yeah. Exactly. Good luck getting any sleep tonight, now. <laughs> I think I'll be fine.
0: <laughs> uh, all right, Iris. Well. With that, man, anything anything else we need to talk about?
1: I think we covered it all, man. Two shows yeah. in two days. Uh, I, we're not ready to do a daily show. <laughs> we, lo, no, Lord knows we don't need that. But uh, it's good. It's good to get back on it. And then uh, hopefully we'll, we'll get back I would back like to, to do day. a daily show.
0: That way yeah. we could have like crazy hijinks and stuff like that. Like we could, we could prank call Eric Winaldo once a week. Things like that, you know?
1: One day. One day, my man. One day
0: call it, like winaldo wednesdays we just play the pre-recorded prank <laughs> phone call we gave him
1: i need to yeah we should call up eric winaldo it's been <laughs> it has many, to be a
0: been... prank phone call though something stupid no, like, you no, know, no is your refrigerator no. running you know no. then he's like uh, yes you nah, we'll be like better go catch it <laughs> click. but uh
1: but now we'll know we'll have we'll have a show on monday or sunday night monday Maybe we'll try to get somebody in New Zealand. So one of the players on the U twenty team. Maybe we'll get Tab Ramos. We'll try. You know, we need we have, we need to have a guess. Why don't we, we get Tim
0: to... Howard? He's in Miami doing nothing.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't say he's doing I'm not, I wouldn't say <laughs> look, if you were in Miami on vacation, you wouldn't be doing quote unquote nothing. I'm sure he's having a good time. Come on, he's on vacation. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bother him. I might right. shoot him. A, I might shoot him a text and see see what he's up to. Well man. we
0: need a vacation update.
1: Actually, you know what? He must be bored because he's Instagram like fifty five. Yeah, <laughs> I, told you. I I, I told you. I I told you. That's a good point. I'm going to I didn't notice that.
0: He, he hosted like 10 times tonight. I was like, "Dude, what's going on?"
1: I'm going to shoot him a text and see see what he's up to.
0: <laughs> we that's we need a vacation update from him. Let's just here. Let's interview him and only talk about his vacation.
1: Listen, what happens in, Southeast <laughs> stays in South Beach stations
0: okay? <laughs> I thought that was a Vegas thing.
1: It's it everywhere. <laughs> everywhere fun. That's basically <laughs> is how it works.
0: For you, everywhere is fun for you, so That must apply to every place you go. I am I am the party. Yeah, I you know. know. That's <laughs> uh <laughs> 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 all right, all right, man. I'm gonna let you go. You have a good weekend. I'll chit chat with you after this weekend. Tons to talk about when we do the next show. And, uh, and have a good weekend. All right,
1: man? My man, Monday. Let's do it. Yes. And as
0: always, everyone, thank you for listening to the show. Thank you for the reviews on iTunes and the comments. If you have anything that Ivis and I failed to cover, fail to talk about, put it in the comments. Let us know. Ivis and I always always looking to involve you guys uh, more and more as we continue to do this show. That is Ivis Golarsep. I am Garrett Cleverly. This is The SBI Show.